Los Cabos is the area located on the southernmost tip of the Baja California Peninsula and is made up of two towns, Cabo San Lucas and San Jose del Cabo. Today, it's home to sprawling, all-inclusive resorts, world-class restaurants, and private VIP getaways. It's come a long way from its humble and often violent past. The history of Los Cabos is incredibly fascinating when you consider its place on the world stage. And we're going to get to that, but first, a quick message. This podcast is produced by Full Metal Worldwide, a digital marketing company out of Las Vegas, which also produces the sports podcast, The Final Countdown, and the combat sports focus program, Levels, which I, of course, host with my partners, Michael Price and Cassandra Cousineau. Visit FullMetalWorldwide.com or FullMetalSports.com to check out these wonderful podcasts. Hernan Cortez heard stories of the fabled island of California. The island was thought to be a paradise, believed to be filled with only women who used weapons made of solid gold. And why wouldn't he believe these stories? The Spanish conquistador had just conquered the fabled city of Tenochtitlan and claimed its riches for Spain. After spending a number of years as the newly conquered land's first governor, he began to personally finance multiple explorations, desperate for newfound glory. When these trips proved themselves to be failures, Cortes himself boarded a ship for the Golden Island, but he did not find cities of gold. Instead, he found a sweltering desert landscape and hostile peoples who were in no way happy to see Spanish explorers. For 10,000 years, the Piracu made homes along the same pristine shores that Cortes would gaze upon, undisturbed by the outside world. The Spanish thought they would be welcomed as conquering heroes, but that was not the case. For the next 200 years, the Piracu clashed with the Europeans, including the Jesuit priests who were sent to convert them to Christianity. The Jesuits' arrival would prove to be a turning point on the peninsula. After founding several unsuccessful missions and settlements, they founded a mission in 1730 that would more or less make Europe's presence in the area permanent. That mission's name was San Jose del Cabo Anuiti. The city of San Jose del Cabo has remained ever since. By 1768, due to war with the European Jesuits and old world diseases like smallpox, the Piracu were basically extinct. Los Cabos remained a strategic location for both Spanish trade ships returning from Asia with silk, spices, and gold, and the pirates that hounded them, including Sir Francis Drake. The exact details are unknown, but most credit Cipriano Cessna as Cabo San Lucas' founder in the 1820s. He, along with his wife and his 13 children, would be its first citizens. And here's a little side note for you. One of Cipriano's sons, Vicente, fathered 27 children with multiple wives, truly a tribe within itself. Thomas Ritchie, a European whaler who deserted his ship, was one of the many European ship deserters who made a life on the coast. His two-story house became the town center for many decades. After Mexico gained independence in 1821, the area settled down a bit but continued on as an important trade destination with a few notable moments. On February 17, 1822, Lord Admiral Thomas Cochrane, himself dubbed the Wolf of the Seas, 
along with the Chilean Navy, sacked the town of San Jose del Cabo because the locals were still raising the flag of Spain over their town. The men pillaged the town and looted the mission. The local military leader was made to make a public pledge of allegiance to Mexico. In 1842, nine Japanese seamen were rescued from a sinking vessel and spent seven months living in Los Cabos. The men were even offered to marry some of the locals' daughters. The Japanese men politely declined these generous offers. In 1915, forces loyal to Venustiano Carranza, 37th president of Mexico, drove out Pancho Villa and his troops from the peninsula. Los Cabos went on, largely unchanged, until Hollywood came calling in the mid-20th century. In 1948, Bing Crosby, Phil Harris, Desi Arnaz, and John Wayne pulled their money and built Hotel Las Cruces on the East Cape. From then on, Cabo San Lucas became a paradise hideaway for the rich and famous and a popular tourist destination for people all over the globe. Cabo's population in 1955 was around 300 residents. Today, it's a bustling city of nearly 90,000 people and growing at a frantic pace. The area boasts incredibly diverse offerings such as championship-level golf courses, a stunning marina, and food selections from around the globe. From modest beginnings and bloodshed to a luxury playground for the elite, Los Cabos remains a land full of remarkable history and amazing contrast. If you haven't been to Los Cabos, that area, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. You should uh, do it at least once to go see the world-famous arch and hop on one of those beautiful glass-bottom boats to see the uh, marine life and things like that in the area. And when you finally go, tell them the Full Metal Traveler sent you. Of course, they won't have any idea who the hell I am, but still, it'll make for a fun story. (laughs) 